The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. Last week we continued talking about the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, in honor of Shavuot, which celebrates the receiving of the law and the receiving of the Holy Spirit. We're, we're talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit and made what I think was a controversial statement. So stay with me as we revisit it, okay? Let's begin with a time of prayer. Avinu Malkenu, our Father and our King, we declare our love to you. We praise you and we honor you. We thank you, Lord, for this time, uh, not only to talk about the Holy Spirit, but also, Lord, to remember those who have fallen in battle, Lord, as, as this is Memorial Day. And so we, we praise you and thank you for people who are willing to give up their lives for our freedom. Lord, help us to be respectful, help us to appreciate, help us to understand what you have done in this country to make it great. And I ask, O Lord, that we, as we study the power of your Spirit, that we will have a better understanding of what our purposes are within your plan. So I bless you, I thank you, and praise you. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Okay. Well, uh, this week we're going to continue, as I mentioned, to talk about the Holy Spirit. Last week we said that it regenerates us. We talked about how the Holy Spirit indwells us and immerses us. And the controversial statement that I made last week was, that everyone receives all the gifts. Yes, all the gifts. That means every gift that is spoken about, I believe you have received. So when it talks about the Messiah and the Holy Spirit giving out these gifts to people as they will, it refers to how much they give, not whether or not they give. And so I believe you've received the gifts We have to do something with them. Secondly, if you have not received a large portion of a gift, you can still exercise it. And that allows it to grow larger. And finally, if you've received a large gift and you don't use it, it can atrophy. Which means 
you can begin to lose it. So let's look. Uh, there are five different sections that are considered to be the sections where it lists the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You find it in Romans twelve six through 8, which would be prophecy, serving, teaching, exhortation, giving, leadership, and mercy. In 1 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10, this is the ones that most people are familiar with. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge, faith, gifts of healing, miracles, prophecy, distinguishing between spirits, tongues, and interpretation of tongues. 1 Corinthians 12, 28, which says apostle, prophet, teacher, miracles, kinds of healings, helps, administration, and tongues. Ephesians 4.11, the fivefold ministry, uh, emissaries, or, or again, it's it could be called apostles, but I call them emissaries, uh, prophet, evangelist, shepherds, and teachers. And finally, in 1 Peter 4.11, whoever speaks or whoever renders service. So let's start with uh, Romans 12, 6 through 8, and Let's see if I can make you a believer in what I said, that we receive all the gifts. Uh, So it says in verse 6, we have gifts that differ according to the grace that was given to us. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, in service in our serving, or the one who teaches in his teaching, or the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who gives in generosity, the one who leads with diligence, and the one who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Now, a few things about this. First of all, we see here that the prophecy is proportionately depending on our faith, it says. So that would give you the sense that if your faith is large, you will probably have more of this prophetic gift. Secondly, it's it says if you serve in service, teach, teaching, the one who exhorts or encourages in, in their encouragement. So all of those connect. But then it says... The one who gives in that in generosity, that's similar to, but the one who leads with diligence. So, how come it doesn't say to the one who leads in leadership, (laughs) like the other gifts? Well, because in leading, you need to have diligence. And it says in the one who shows mercy, you need to have cheerfulness. So, I love how Scripture uh, defines these things, but we see how many of you don't teach. Well, if you're alive and you speak, you probably teach someone, right? How about service? I would hope that you have a gift of service, even if it's a small gift, right? Or a gift of giving, or a gift of mercy, or a gift of leading. We all are involved in all these gifts. The only one that you might question is the one of prophecy. And I believe, again, that you have that. You might not have opened up the package yet, (laughs) so to speak. Are you beginning to see what I'm saying about all these gifts? But we get them in different measures. Are there any of these gifts that you feel you haven't received? Okay, 
Other than prophecy, I don't think so. But you know what? If we take our gifts and exercise them, they will grow. That is why it says in Luke 12, 48, from everyone given much, much will be required. So if you've been given the gifts, you're going to be required to really use them for the Lord. And from the one for whom more is provided, all the more they will ask of him. Again, this is relative. If you've been given a gift with more, then use it for the Lord. However, if you've only been given a little and use it wisely, like in the parable of the talents, you will be rewarded. So my point is you can enlarge what you've been given as you exercise your faith. So when we get to the gifts of the Holy Spirit that are talked about in 1 Corinthians 12, which cause people to argue and get upset and people divide over it, maybe this will help both sides in looking at these gifts. Now, the list is word of wisdom, word of knowledge, faith, gifts of healing, miracles, prophecy, distinguishing between spirits, tongues, interpretation of tongues. So let's start with faith. How many of you do not have faith? (laughs) Well, if you don't have faith, you're not a believer, right? So you've been given a little faith at the very least, right? Okay, so all of us have been given a measure of faith, but some people seem to naturally have a greater gifting in this area. You know, when I think of this, I think of some of my friends who are just amazing evangelists. Uh, You know, and one of the gifts is evangelism. So I have friends who talk to people on the line at the grocery store about the Lord. They talk to the cashier. They talk to everyone in between. I find that hard to do. Now, they have been given a great amount of faith, which overcomes the fear of talking to people. I did not receive that measure of faith for that area. However, I'm doing my part to increase my sharing, and step by step, I've increased my ability to talk with people about the Lord. An example that I am totally comfortable with, even though, as I've said, I'm not comfortable with a lot of things, is when I go out to a restaurant, I almost always ask the server, look, we're going to pray in a moment for our meal, how can I pray for you? And this is an example of me exercising my faith. Rather than just saying, oh, I can't talk to anybody about the Lord, uh, you know, or I'm scared or whatever, um, I find areas where I can do better. Another area of faith has to do with expecting God to heal people. I pray for people all the time to be healed. It seems sometimes they are, and that blesses me. Most of the time, I don't see the healing. However, I'm building my faith and praying for them, whether I see the healing or not. Do you pray for people to be healed ever? Then you must have even a small measure of faith that uh, you, through the name of Yeshua, can see 
people healed. Are you one of those people who say you're going to pray for them and then forget? That's one of the reasons when I say I'm going to pray for you, I do it right now, right then and there. I also make lists and work off of them, but I am seeking to exercise my gifts of praying for healing and strengthening my faith. I believe God appreciates the fact that I am willing willing to get out of my box, even though I'm not as good as other people I know. I mean, I'm just not. And it burns me up. But you know what? I'm going to live. It's it's okay. I just, but I am trying to do better. Look, <laughs> miracles. Don't you pray for miracles in your life? Don't you pray for for everything from a job to finances to... I mean, there are all sorts of miracles that we're praying for. And haven't you seen God perform miracles in your life? Well, if that's the case, then we have a measure of this gift that we have been given. And our job is to take what we've been given and use it for the Lord. Words of wisdom, words of knowledge, which can be confused with each other. But here is the real question. Does God give you certain knowledge about him and his word and certain wisdom in its application? I'm sure he does. Do some people have more of it? I'm sure they do. (laughs) Do some people have less? I'm sure. But you know what? God has given you what you need and the rest we are to exercise by faith. It's all about our faith walk. Ooh, so now let's talk about the word tongues. Everybody go, ooh. Which, as they say, is the elephant in the room that nobody wants to talk about, right? I cannot see any scriptural reason that tongues is not for today. And if it is listed twice as a gift of the Holy Spirit, and if it is explained quite clearly, it would seem to me this is a gift for everybody. Some people might choose not to open their gift. That is their prerogative. Others use the gift sparingly. Others accentuate the gift. Why do we make this gift so different from all the other gifts mentioned? All of them take faith. All of them require exercising. And all of them have been given out differently by the Holy Spirit. Now, look, the purpose of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is to promote unity and edify the body of believers, not to divide it. And we, in the body of believers, have used these gifts to separate us. Shame on us. How can you use a gift of God and cause it to divide us just because we disagree on some aspect of it? Come on now. We've got to be better than this. The gifts, remember Ephesians 4.12, are to equip the Kiddushim, the saints, 
for the work of service, for building up the body of Messiah. Who are we to try and take away what the Holy Spirit is providing for us, for personal growth and growth of the body of believers? In fact, that's what Scripture says about tongues. In 1 Corinthians 14.39, it says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, be eager to prophesy and do not forbid speaking in tongues. Now, how would you interpret that Scripture to be against prophecy and against tongues. Can you interpret it that way? Listen again. Therefore, brothers and sisters, be eager to prophesy and do not forbid speaking in tongues. You know, while people are going and trying to find the nuggets in Scripture, we ignore the things that are plain in front of our face. Remember, the enemy, Hasatan, Satan, is the great deceiver. And wherever there is truth, you will also have a counterfeit. The counterfeit is used to cause you to doubt what is real. (laughs) The counterfeit comes about through Satan deceiving people, which causes division. If somebody gives you a $100 bill, which is counterfeit, do you stop using money? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. So there are people who either misuse or fake speaking in tongues. I get that. Does that mean we should throw it out from Scripture? Some people don't play sports because they don't think they're good enough. Some people don't sing or play an instrument because they don't think they're good enough. What would you tell them? Well, just forget about it. Don't do it. No. You, you would say playing sports or singing is a wonderful thing and you shouldn't give it up just because you're not as good as others in it. It's beginning to sound like either a lack of confidence or you envy what someone else has uh, and, and, and it keeps you from doing it. That is what has happened to the body of believers with the gifts of the Spirit. The gifts have been hijacked, hijacked by our insecurities, and by others using them incorrectly, and we then stay away from them. Using tongues, an example, why would we say it is wrong when Scripture says we should not forbid people to use tongues? When we have the power of the Holy Spirit, we have the ability to overcome deception and lead people to the truth. Here is the truth as I understand it. Number one, the Holy Spirit is real. Number two, the gifts that the Holy Spirit give us are real. (laughs) Number three, the power which the Holy Spirit has for us as our helper is real. And four, you have a choice as to whether or not you will allow the Holy Spirit to be unleashed in your life. Look, what I'm saying, what I'm speaking about today is a tremendous challenge for me, not just for you. I pray it does challenge you, but it certainly challenges me as I hear my own words. I say, oh my goodness, desire these gifts. I am not the greatest when it comes to exercising my faith and other gifts of the Spirit. I think I do 
better with the fruits of the Spirit, which we also have been given in different amounts, right? Galatians 5.22 says, The fruit of the Ruach, or the Spirit, is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now, those who belong to Messiah have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. And to some extent, I think I've done that. To some extent. (laughs) Do you know some people who seem to have a greater capacity to love than you do? Do you know some people with greater joy or greater peace or greater patience? Should we not have love because somebody does it better? Should we not have joy? Should we not have peace? Should we not have patience? Let me stop with patience. Are you the type of person who says that you don't have patience with someone because of the way they behave or because you were in a rush and you give yourself an excuse? Or do you call upon the power of the Holy Spirit which resides in you to overcome the temptation of losing your patience. As believers, you and I have to be real. We have to to look at ourselves truthfully. We have to look at Scripture truthfully. We have to apply it truthfully. And we cannot give ourselves a pass. I can't give myself a pass. And so I would just say... um, that if you want to be honest, don't you, you have to understand that you are on a journey. You are far from having arrived. I am far from having arrived. Yet the more we exercise the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives, we will become overcomers. By the power of the Holy Spirit, we will overcome sin in our lives. By the power of the Holy Spirit, we will develop God's gifts in our lives. By the power of the Holy Spirit, we will be able to exhibit the fruits of the the Spirit. The work of the Holy Spirit is understood so much better as we read the Scriptures. And, you know, next week I'm going to finish this up, and I'm going to talk about uh, the the fruits of the Spirit, and I'm going to have a very interesting, well, it won't be an interview, but I'm going to have a short segment where you will hear somebody's heart. In fact, I'm doing this at services this Saturday, and I hope it will touch you. So what I'm asking you to do is bring people to the radio program next week. I think you're going to find it extremely interesting it, it might be a little difficult to listen to, but it's going to touch your heart. And so I'd ask you to come. If you would like to uh, financially support this program, uh, we just pray that you will either go to rabbi at heartofmessiah.org or call Karen at 813-831-5673. Um, We'll be happy to send you, if you need a a topical study on the Holy Spirit, using just where you can find the scriptures, I'll be happy to email that to you. Just ask Karen for it. May the Lord be your first priority, and may you grow 
in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah, join me in prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. 